Hey, remember to subscribe and follow my podcast so when I release a new episode, you get a notification. And follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. I am very active on there. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. Tell muscle. So it was like, well, this doesn't exist anymore. And so when I said to the person in the class, if I lost my leg in an accident or whatever, would my son have a leg? That was what I was saying. Like, does yeah, your I'm body looking. forget something because it's not being used in terms yeah. of evolution? And yes, if yeah. I had a son... I'm pretty sure you'd have a leg, right, or two arms. But over time, probably not, because that's just what evolution is. And I look at a plant Mm -hmm. outside, right, um, and I realise if I kind of put the plant on its side, it starts to bend upwards. So now the plant's like a right angle because it goes towards Mm -hmm. the sun. At the same time, if I got string, tied it so it was facing upright, it would also go upright. So man can interfere and get the same results that nature was going to do anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking about all this disease stuff or whatever, you can, like, everything is created by our belief, but it's, it's based on what we already believed in the first place. Mm-hmm. 100%. So that's the so we can we can come right back to our shooting star example. Like, what do you believe in, and what do you choose to believe in outside of what is fact? You can truly commit to believing in something that brings you joy, that sparks your imagination, and see it become a reality. I don't believe anything is a fact because I believe that a fact is what the majority believe. And the majority always wins. And it's like, well, where did that first come from? That's irrelevant because it's the majority, right? And mm-hmm. um, Or it's one person's scientific experiment that he did where he didn't question his own experiment anymore or no one else found flaws in it or he was looking for something, found the answer, so he looked no further. So mm-hmm. it's like everything is only fact because you stopped looking. And if you think about like, Einstein relatively... Wine's good, wine's bad, butter's good, butter's bad, too much fish is good, too much fish is bad, you know, cancer exists, cancer doesn't. Everything is both. It's it's this and that. It's that until it's proved otherwise, and this until it's proved otherwise. It's life is made up of like, you know, the sperm and the egg. It's not just one. Like my mum I had a tuna mm-hmm. can. Mum says, Oh, should have too much tuna. It's got too much, I don't know, was it magnesium in or whatever? Yeah, and it's like and like you told me too much tea will give you bowel cancer and too much red wine's bad for the liver. And then it's all red wine's good. It's like everything is created by man for the purpose of profit. Everything. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're just an animal migrating, eating the grass and going to sleep. And that's, and, and that's all there is. And so everything is created by man. And you need that balance in order to profit because profit is like, I'll give you this. This is better than that. Trade this instead of that. You need a reason to trade this instead of that. Otherwise, it's like, well, why can't I go to him? Oh, because this is really shouldn't do this because of this. It's crazy. Um, Everything is created by man. It's like it's crazy. And it's all to do with profit just so they can have a leverage over the, the, the common working person. Mm -hmm. And I feel that exactly to that point is where there's um, is where one can get stuck when choosing a stand for something, because there are so many like, yeah, two sides of the same coin. There is always that that, you know, opponent that makes you feel defeated for standing for one versus the other. So, for example, you know, I was an animal rights activist for many years because I love animals. Now, the other side of that are people saying, you know, animals don't have feelings. Am I an like? Am am I a pig? No. So science can tell me 
yes, that it, you know, they have feelings and that they have a mental capacity and all these beautiful things. I can choose to believe it. And yet, just like you just mentioned, they are a bunch of experiments that no one will know unless someone reincarnates from a pig and says so. As you know, and then even then you'd have to believe them. So when you stand for something and you receive that uh, uh, that um, resistance of the other side, the you know of that opponent, it's it's really comes right back down to your belief and your your trust or your desire to believe that makes you not sway because in in anything in anything in life there is always that controversial thing the diet that was great and then the diet that caused blank whatever like you just mentioned right coffee is good for you and now coffee is bad for you it's like there are so many things that make it really based on right back again that lifestyle you choose to create because at the end of the day as you mentioned bacteria we live and then we die so do i want to fight the opposition for the rest of my life no i thought i was going to i did it for many years as an animal rights activist and i realized it's exhausting and you don't really get anywhere because like you mentioned people profit and those people truly make the decisions so what i can do is create my life the way i want it to be impact and support others in creating the life they want to live create a ripple effect where individually we are all standing for the kind of power that we want to experience and then feel okay with that level of impact. And then I applaud anyone who takes it to another level that makes them take on that opposition and and like embody it like a rock star. Because that's also, I really acknowledge how that is also how some change is made, some great change could be made. Yeah, I do believe that we dig ourselves a hole just so we have something to do and just so we can get out of it and reward ourselves when we get out of it. It's almost like we purposely put a thorn in our leg so we can feel pain and then spend time trying to remove that pain to balance ourselves up. It's almost like we get into debt just so we can struggle and work and have something to do and have a coffee after work, see your friends after work, go to the gym just so we've got something to do because otherwise there is nothing to do because it's the whole point about having a purpose in life we're just here by luck so it's like what do we do we could be a little monk in the forest meditating our whole life or do something and if you eat food you're going to want more food if you smoke you're going to smoke more if you do heroin more heroin if you fight for causes you're going to fight for more causes it's like whatever you give your feeling your body as a feeling it remembers it and wants more that's why you can't really do anything without overdoing it and it doesn't matter what it is, sex, it's just everything is always overdone. You have love, you want more love. You have sex, you want more sex. You want a house, you want a bigger house. You have a, you know, you want you know, have a little, little pup, cute puppy, you want another cute puppy. And then there's crapping everywhere. So it's like, oh, it wasn't what I thought. Um, what was you going to say? Um, so would you, would huh? you say that, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I'm done. <laughs> would, you, would you say that that comes from, how deep our empathy is or how deep our desire for more the way we've been programmed as a consumerism, you know, based society. Well, based on, for example, lectins, right? Let's just say you eat a potato and there's lectins in it. I don't even know about lectins, but it's basically like a living thing in a living thing. So when you say eat a bag of crisps, it's not you wanting crisps or the crisps saying, give me more crisps. It's the lectins in the crisps saying, I want more of those lectins. How do I get that? Get that human to give me Doritos. It's almost like the parasite and the fly. Parasites will get into flies, take control of the brain. So the fly goes to the water. So the parasite can then breed on the water. Then if you've, you know about that. Um, so it's almost like whatever we give our body is a feeling 
which it didn't have before, our body now wants more of that. So it doesn't matter whether it's coffee, Chinese food, sex, money, our body always going to want more of that. And if you give it more, it's going to want more. And essentially, the only way to counteract it is not to give it in the first place, um, because we have come from nothing. It's almost like when you have a fungus on a tree, you put that fungus on a tree, it will just keep growing. It's almost like HIV in a person. You can't get rid of it. You just have to let it do its course. Now, you can say medicine can hide it and kill it, whatever. But taken away man, HIV will be in their body forever, right? There's parasites and diseases in our body that we don't really know about because it's just not killing us. And it's just there. Um, things just live amongst things and keep growing, almost like cells just keep dividing and i do think it's just not that it's capitalism although you know you can put things in someone's mind and make them think about it that is correct but in terms of a feeling not a thought i do think that if you give something something it's going to want more of it because life is about procreating you know every animal mates fly swarms they mate and then they die fish in the ocean they release their spawn and then they die we mate and then we die it's just like this keep building up of more like crisps more doritos more doritos heroin more heroin like sex more sex it doesn't end it's just like everything is supposed to just get bigger like the sun gets hotter and hotter and then it explodes and then there's like the big bang and then it just keeps getting more does that answer so yeah so i feel then that if that is let's say something that we would say is part of our um yeah, part of our instincts, let's say, then those who are marketing to have us feel because the way that we consume is not just through thought, it is through feeling and, and the depth of marketing acknowledges that, which means that to the degree in which we consume so many things, I believe then, therefore, that marketers know that we are going to want more and then there are certain ways to, to cause that trigger, that desire to feel whatever that thing was. And we see so many ads a day that there are so many things that can cause that desire for more subconsciously. So if it was, let's say, something that is programmed, could be programmed outside of ourselves, I would say marketing does that. But if it's within us, it comes up for me as empathy, as you feel, you know that feeling and you have communicated or experienced that someone else also appreciates that feeling, that cup of coffee after work with that friend, sex with another person, um, you know, eating your favorite meal that you know is a, a meal that people would enjoy, that you acknowledge is good, then that empathy that you create based on the experiences you have with others or that you see in others, right, like that person has a big house, it means they're successful, it means I want a big house, there's still a degree of empathy there, whether it works in our favor or not. So internally, would it be, let's say, a deep instinct within our human experience that causes us to want more? Or is it simply empathy and the, the knowing of the feeling that we can experience that we see in others that has us act this way? And then therefore that empathy is what marketers say, okay, we're going to work with that because feeling is more powerful as a purchasing power than thought. It, it's multi-dimensional it's a mixture of mm -hmm. everything it's almost like if you get a mcdonald's chip or chicken nugget if you don't have tomato sauce it is just the most boring tasteless 
piece of shit ever, right? So you're eating it, but it's only like nice because of the ketchup. So it's like there is obviously the stuff in that food which makes you want more. So you could say that's the feeling side to it. And then there's the the advert, which is the thought. Now we they know every time you think about something, eventually you're gonna do it. But at the same time, if there was no McDonald's on the TV advertising and you just had McDonald's every week, you get used to that feeling and the food in it. And then the lectins in the food want more. So you go to McDonald's and you get that feeling without the thought. So it's almost like companies are just monopolizing, manipulating on on how a human works. It's almost like if I plant seeds in the ground with sun and water, it's going to grow. But Mm -hmm. if I didn't, the chances are the seeds will blow in the wind and create the same thing. So it's almost like if I know the seeds are going to grow there, I'm going to put a flower bed so it grows in a flower bed rather than just wild. It's like they know how a human works. Mm yeah i'm I'm realizing it's multi-dimensional it's not just one it's not just two it's everything it's like those thoughts aren't your thoughts they're not even thoughts of an advert it's like your friend if she thinks of you and mcdonald's that is now your thought so you think to go to mcdonald's but that's based on her thought which could have been based on an advert she saw could have been based on her mum mentioning mcdonald's she could have found an old chip down her bed when she was hoovering so it's like all these thoughts they're not the company's thoughts they're not your thoughts not even her thoughts it's just a thought it's everything's multi-dimensional um it's like the biology the chemistry and the physical the physics the chemistry and the biology it's all one but then it's not just those three it's it's so much more it's almost like the thoughts of people thousands of years ago their energy is still here once you reach that frequency you're tuning into their thought so let's go to the beach on a windy day to get fish like you don't, you're not even a fisherman, but you think, oh, let's go to the beach to get some fish, and then you come back with some crabs. It's like, well, why would the fuck would I need to do that? Like, and so it's multi-dimensional, and that is why it's so. That is why, like you, I'm. I see myself as a tree, foundation, branches, acorns. The acorns drop, and then they create around me causes trying to change the world vegan movement every single movement there's always going to be a movement there's always going to be shit going on there's always going to be opposite this is right this is wrong and you can always see it from their point of view it just so happens that you're on this side of the fence so if you switch you're against your own but you were that so it's like what's the point in any of it because i'm basically shitting on myself and so it goes back to that thorn in your leg you're just getting that pain out that you created yourself so you feel like oh I feel heard. I feel free. I saved this dog from being taken to China and killed as for food. But it's almost like you put yourself in that position to see that. So you could get angry just so you could fight and have something to do and get up for to hold your sign up. And then you realize, okay, I feel good now that dog was saved, but I feel even better as a monk in a forest in nature. So it comes down to creating your own pain to free yourself versus how about I don't put myself in this pain anyway? There's always going to be a cause, always going to be a movement. How about I just focus on myself, like as you said, and do you, help others around you. And if somebody's doing something on a bigger scale, good for you. Well done. I hope that change happens because ultimately it will affect me in a positive way because it just will. And um, it's actually rare that I speak to someone who thinks about it like that, who knows that, you know, mass awakening it is happening, but at the same time, it's only because you're focusing on other people on Instagram, mass awakening. Okay, the other 7 billion humans on the planet, what are they doing? 
they're not awakening mm. they're just doing what they're doing so really it's not a mass awakening it's just you feeling you are awakening seeing others around you awakening wanting to be part of a movement and it all comes down to is any movement really that big or big of a deal anyway because it's like you're focusing on it but there's so much other shit going on and then it comes down to lots of tribes just trying to interlink and change belief systems. And then you realize, well, I'm focusing on like these 10 tribes. There's a million tribes, like belief systems, vegan systems, religious systems, different languages. Like how many countries are there? How many different languages are there? It's fucking overwhelming. And you realize, think about the world's coming to an end. What? It's not coming to an end. It's just, this is what it's always been like in small tribes. Take away TV take away everything this has always gone on like it just look at animals okay a lot of buffalo a lot of lions go to the same lake they have a fight because they want that carcass it's just like two countries going to war it's always happened you're not going to change it no laws no governments no fucking movements it's just the way it is but you're focusing on it and then when you think it's healed you look away so you think it's gone but it's happening but you just can't see it you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the the only difference now is that we don't have as much control to choose. Okay, you and I are going to fight and see who gets the carcass. Like that is something that I don't feel we have the freedom to do anymore. We most definitely live by the laws and regulations and decisions of people in power, as much as we want to live our own lives. Which is why it's it's really powerful actually to take that power back and say I'm going to focus on myself because. If you don't, you will be battling people who will entertain your, let's say, your desire and yet go back to the plan that they originally had for the bigger scope of humanity. I might stand for, for example, let's say animal rights. X person stands for, you know, X movement and our movements contradict each other then there's no way that everyone can be happy. And that's where, unfortunately, when because we have so many movements, there are so many fights versus people that you shouldn't be fighting. Right? So let's say we're all fighting the man, and then you get in my way, and now we're going to start fighting instead of both of us coming together to fight the man. And so, yes, we're all individual tribes, and I feel that the greatest thing that we can do as we acknowledge our individuality is say that everyone has the right to be in their own space and stand for their own thing and whatever that looks like and know that when we cross paths, it's to complement as opposed to get in each other's way. And that is where now it feels not the case. There are so many moments where I don't feel like movements support movements and then therefore it's like one versus the other and um and yeah, and that's where it just gets unfortunate, where we do deserve to experience the ripple effect of what change could be like if we choose to. And yet we can only do that as a collective. So no, this awakening is not, you know, as global as maybe we, someone would like it to be. But it definitely is one of the many movements that deserve to complement each other as we work towards essentially what we all want to experience, which is love, harmony and, and bliss. Right. What else do we really do? We really want to experience. I'm really good at tennis. Right. And um, I used to just play tennis. I didn't play to the rules as in I played to the rules, but I didn't follow the correct footwork, the correct racket work, the correct posture. I just focused on winning. So I'd slam that ball over the net and I'd win. And then I realized I wasn't playing to the rules of tennis, but I was winning. 
So if I was in a tournament, I would have won. That's the aim of the tournament. But you have to play to the rules. It's almost like you could do boxing. You have to box in a certain way. You can't just hit him in the back of the head. But the aim is to win. So if you can, say, punch someone in the stomach and win them, even though most people are punching you in the face, you still win. And it's almost like you play to the rules that you are given. If, for example, we are in a democracy of laws and regulations and you don't like these laws and regulations and the only way you change them is to create movements and protest peacefully, then you are following the system of what do we do if you want change? It's almost like if you work for a company and there's harassment, you've got to go through the protocol. Mm -hmm. So you tell management, they go head office, head office come down and speak to you and it has to go through a protocol. That protocol is written by a man, right? It's written by somebody. But really... Mm -hmm the end of the day you don't want this to happen focus on getting that if you don't want for example these men in the office harassing you because you're a woman the next part of this podcast will be released very soon make sure you have subscribed and notifications are turned on stay tuned everyone